In the name of Jesus, the Lord of the church. Amen. Certificate of divorce. I want to talk about paper. Some 20 years ago when I came to Mekwan from India, I was worthless. I could not borrow. I had to establish credit history. The paycheck from Concordia Mekwan didn't count. I had to borrow and establish credit history. I did borrow from my friends. That was not enough. I had to officially borrow. Who is going to give this alien something for a loan? The work, uh, the bank, my colleagues worked together, so I established credit history. We bought a home. We moved down to St. Louis 11 years ago. We lived in two North Seminary Terrace. You know what? Dr. Meyer doesn't know this. I have credit history based on two North Seminary Terrace, and it is still standing today, $640,000. What does a paper mean? Many instances, such as this one, what is written on the paper is not even worth the paper on which it is written. Here is a certificate of divorce which the Jewish religion demanded and of course offered to a wife. Remember? A wife. Jesus sets this whole stage in the context of his dialogue with the Pharisees. The Pharisees, we know, were after him to get him. They were on his heel all the time. This is Mark, the 10th chapter. Early in chapter 2, the story began. Step by step, face by face, the story unfolds, the dialogue between the Pharisees and the greatest teacher of the law, Jesus Christ himself. He heals the paralytic, and the Pharisees do not come to face him. He says, what right does he have to forgive sins? Story goes on, and he does something else, and suddenly he asks the Pharisees come and ask Jesus' disciples, why does your teacher eat with these sinners and publicans and so on? Another, a third time, Jesus' disciples gather around him. He, after all, came to save the sinners, and Jesus' disciples ate without with hands unwashed, meaning unclean. So the question comes to Jesus from the Pharisees, why do you allow your disciples to eat without, un, with unwashed hands? The, the tension grew step by step, and now there is no stage set for asking a question, so they come and ask him anyway. After all, their goal is to trap Jesus in this dialogue. So the question is posed. What do you say if a man prepares plans to divorce his wife? Jesus bounces back as a good teacher. What do you know? What does the law and the prophets say? Go check the books out. 
The response is, Moses permitted that if you do such and such, all you needed to do was to write a certificate of divorce. There is that paper again. Write a certificate of divorce. It was interesting. According to rabbinic law, a man could be said to commit adultery against another married man, and a wife could be said to commit adultery against her husband, but a husband could not be said to commit adultery against his wife. Man had the privilege, especially Jewish people. The fault was on the wife. And you probably have heard, even in the Islamic law, all you needed to do, a man was supposed to do, was to say, I divorce you, I divorce you, I divorce you. It is a done deal. In the Jewish case, you had a paper to go along. We know the Pharisees built a fence around the law, 613 of them. In fact, they were trying to bend the law in such a way that they would feel comfortable assuming that they had indeed obeyed the law, although they had bent it. It is as if we are stopped at a red light, and we could not go straight up, but we can still make a legal right turn. You go the right turn, then you make a U-turn, and make another turn, you are on your way, avoiding the red light. You have obeyed the law in your own way. This is a typical example of how people work. And such a scenario creates a conflict between Jesus and the Pharisees. After all, Jesus came to fulfill the law, not to undo it. Jesus' way, God's way of fulfilling the law, it it went beyond the divorce, beyond human predicaments and human situations. It was God's law. God's law says, What God has put together, let no man put asunder. He is on the side. God is on the side of the weak and the lowly and the unwanted and the people who may not have a voice, but he is always there on their side. And God's law is indeed there to protect the people, families, communities, individuals, and their rights. It is one way attempt to one way to one thing to attempt to keep the law and feel proud of it, even though you know in your heart that you have broken it. It is yet another thing to know what the real real purpose of the law is and what the law intends. And we good Christians know that the law tells us that we are unable to accomplish God's law. Not just divorce, not just family relationships, not just relationships in the community. Ultimately, the law that we have broken is the law of God. Therefore, we are certified sinners. Certified sinners. Again, there is a different law at work. In the case of us believers in Jesus Christ, That law comes from the heart of the one who did not have to obey the law because he is the maker of the law. But he on his own chose the responsibility of fulfilling the law for us so that even in the eyes of the law, we may be declared and we are declared not guilty. That is the certificate 
under which we are today. That paper is worth looking back at it over and over, over and over again. And Paul wrote to the Colossians, by doing so, by shedding his blood on the cross, he canceled the written code that was written against us sinners, and he then reconciled us unto himself. If God reconciled us sinners, and sinners all over the world, unto himself by his blood, would he not want us to reconcile with our own spouses, with whom we have lived and had our being and moved around five years, 15 years, 20 years, some of us even 50 years and longer. Divorce is the, not the answer to conflicts. Resolution of conflict to, in any situation comes to us because of the reconciler, the one who makes us all together, not to put us asunder, but to bring us together, not to leave us in our own corners and avoiding the other, but always to come together, and even to love the unlovable, even to be at peace who may be our worst enemy. That is how God's law works. It is hard, but the Apostle Paul, who speaks so much about marriage and the church, gives us an example. Listen to this. Therefore, husbands, you ought to love your wives as your own bodies. Who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one has ever hated his own body, but he feeds and cares for it just as Christ does the church. Paul goes on to say, this is a mystery. Mystery it is that God has brought us who were far, and he reconciled us to himself under that cross, in that grace contained in those promises. We live and move and have our being as individuals, children of God, as families, as communities and societies. God grant this for Jesus' sake. Amen. The peace of God that passes all human understanding. Keep our hearts and our minds in the knowledge and love of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen.